I feel like on some level, like we, we, I, I don't know. I was like replaying the. <laughs> yeah, no, found a path to the side. <laughs> I, I, a lot of the discussion last week was about the idea of desire and the idea that in the yearning thing, yearning, and the, the idea in Hasidos that um, that it's something that you can work on independent of independent of action is something that something there's a, there's a there's an avoda. There's an act of service and growth within the want within the yearning and the wanting itself. There's a value to that, um, and I think last week a lot of our conversation. I don't. This is just how I feel when I was thinking about it afterwards. A lot of our conversation was taught with like we were we were trained. I, I don't. Know, I feel like at least me. I feel like I feel like we were trained that like. That that's that what I just said is not true. That there's not a value to working on your yearning if it's not connected to action. Like, should one work on their yearning their whole life? But independent, like yes or no? Yes. 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 That's crazy. Why? Just it. Just work on yearning your whole life. But I, I, nobody said just. That that was my question. Should one? Okay. (laughs) That wasn't your question. Just work on yearning their whole life. Well, that naturally, if you have yearning, then you're, it's going to lead to action. Okay, what so, do you mean by so just? the point is meaning no action. But I think I think more than that, there's also like a part of it that... No, I'm with you. So I, I think we did get the rail. <laughs> I think a part of that also is like you're also taught like... I know you don't want to learn, so but if you sit and do it, you get more stock for it. Right. Like the whole like concept of like, oh, if I wanted to, then I'm not getting as much. I feel like it was also like... It kind of contributed to, you know, why should I want to want to do that if I'm gonna get if I push myself and get more star anyway? So do you think you get less star if you do it and if you want to do it? Like, is that no, is that a true statement I, or is that a way of gaming the system? Everyone knows what you're doing, right? You know? <laughs> Look, Rabbi, I remember Isaac's you, not sure about <laughs> earlier from Rabbi Nachman that you can you can pray to Hashem to want something, right? Or, and to me, that was just like that's. That makes things but easier. You can want something so bad you can bring it to fruition. That's that is that like that's not what you're saying. saying. Like, like it's gonna bring like, to action, but the, when the I'm not action no. fruition. When yeah. I moved here, action like, uh, some things are out of your control. It happened to me and Urban Eagle today. You wanna say over some miracles? No, I'm not gonna repeat certain miracles, but we wanted something, I wanted something so badly, it was beyond my control and it happened. You broke the gates open. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was with your arms. It was more. Com- it was more crazy than that. It's crazier than that. So, how did you know? I shot from the picture. No, it was more. I'm saying without that, seeing the bars. I, that's the idea, and I believe that you could want something so badly that you could bring it to fruition. So there's something to yearn. Okay. If you yearn your whole life, it's a power even if you don't do what you're supposed to. Lamashal, imagine you want to go to Minion because that's what we're using. And there's no way you can go to me, and then one day you just wake up and there's like 10 people in your hallway. <laughs> so what are you going to say? That you didn't do anything? Your want created a minion in your bedroom. There's so, there, there is a kayach in that. Right. I believe it. I saw it happen today. So I, like, I started becoming nuts. <laughs> For real. You know what he's talking about? No, but oh. the, you could say, what do you mean? You're Anything. not going to tell us the story? 
That's a okay. weird because you're not going to believe it. It's not it. a good story. It's made up. It's like a Rabbi Nagel. Real again. True story. I, I, I'm in a, I decided today's a yard side of a certain uh, person I look up to. Mm-hmm. Never met the person. So I, there was a couple of stories. So I decided we're going we're gonna to go out to eat with the boys in the yeshiva. Go to and then go to this place, and I remember that it's a it's a lock to where he's buried. It's a locked right. place within the place. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to go. I, I've been trying always to get into this locked room, and it's also it's disgusting inside. And like to me, it's like it's a bazillion. Like I've been there enough times to yeah. know what it's like. Wow. There's, oh, there's, there's glass bottles. Miracles. Oh, so good to see you. <laughs> Had a mini heart attack, That's crazy. Um, Chaim. Chaim. Chaim Chaim Go grab a glass of wine. No, 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 no. Don't duck still, you know? Okay. Anyway, so, um, so, we, so I call up somebody to get the number for the guy with the key. So Rebbe calls up and he's like, yeah, the code is the same code that I had. The front door the front. code, right. He's like, what about the other one? The other one's welded shot. I'm like, the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I've been there enough times to know. You probably more than Long story, we get there. And I'm like, we got to figure this out. And I also want to light candles by the guy. It's his yard site today. Right. So two of the boys with us is very small. And he could, they, like, they slipped right in. in. No, they like <laughs> legit squeeze it. Oh my. I'm an eagle decides if you can fit your head in, then you can get in. My head fits in. I couldn't get anything but my head in. Anyways, one of the boys is like, why don't you try the same code as the gate? The problem was, is that he misremembered the code. He misremembered the gate code, and he tells me a different code. I knew the gate code, and I was like, you know, let me, like, I'll try it. He listened to him. The code he said, which is not the gate code, worked. From the door. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. <laughs> Look, right. Why? Yes, again, why did you say this? Like, I don't know. That's then, at the end, then at the end, okay, we're done. We're walking out. I mean, Nagel's on the phone trying to see. He sees a name of a guy. He's calling somebody if it's a Talmud of Rebarak Berhu. No, there's a Velazhan of Talmud somewhere in Houston somewhere. Yeah. So, it was like uh, he's talking to the guy. I'm looking at the guy. I'm like, Rabbi, why are you looking? You know, it's your side. He's like, no, what? <laughs> I'm like, no, my guy, you're looking at it, it's your side. So we had to say, tell him again. There were two people right there where we were standing that... Was, also. But there was no yeah, way was, for me... My, the whole thing is that... How big is this piece of art? Tiny. It's not... not it's, how, many, how many people? Maybe like 200. Yeah. And also, it's like, it was so random. It's not big. But it's like the, an acre. But there was no way acres. for us to get in. And like, I was like, but I really wanted to go. So I believe that Abishter willed it or whatever, or maybe... Is yeah, he, but you're but you're you're saying that there's an outcome to the ones. Yeah, but that's what we're, if you're we're just that, want, a supernatural outcome. Right. That's what he's saying. It's and if you just so want, is, but the, the want can create something even if you don't want to do the action. The whole point action. of this is that the outcome is It's saying it has a power. All he's sowing is that the there's a power. The whole point is that even if, what if you didn't get to go? What if you didn't have the combination? Then that's the way I didn't want. Right? It's irrelevant. No, that the way what we're discussing is that it's completely irrelevant whether or not you succeed. The, the one itself is the other. You're you're focused on 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 prize oriented. You're focused on on only what the outcome is. This is what Yaakov. That's that's what we're so we're, we're sidetracked with what. With this, no, but you don't just you just the want is strong. 
I don't agree. You just said a whole Showing story. Showing the tremendous want, power in the want. You want to write Mamash but not because I can do anything. It shows that You're, the want. The whole story is, is that you wanted so badly, therefore you succeeded. No, but and I couldn't. But it's out of my control. That was that, the story. That's not what no. you got the story wrong. Yeah. What was the story? The story is, is that all you were able to accomplish was want. Right. The doing was not in your hands it's at all. Nothing you can do. It was do. not even a possibility in the realm of reality. Would you say the same thing? If Do you understand you what it's saying? Uh, yes. Okay, that's say very different than what you're saying. Get yes. No, you I, try, I really, no, I want to tell you this story. No, you but I, I tried so hard and I still didn't get it, but I really wanted. Okay. Of course, I would say that. This is not the first time I've been trying this. Are you saying this? This is the first time we're all hearing of it. No, it's the first time I. Not true. Because he knew right away when he saw the get over. He's like, I know he always wanted to get it. I guess I'm. I'll. I'm. No, but it's not. It's like it. Uh, uh, you want, I can give you an example with you. Going on in a sea that you never thought you'd go. And then there's times you want, want. Or not, you don't know how it's going to work. Sometimes certain things, even your actions are hindering what is going to happen, but you just want and it comes to fruition. Again, the fruition doesn't matter. What Rahman's saying is that it, it's right. irrelevant. That's true. It's all the, there's a separate avoda that's one. You that's did, and you course. did what you could. And that's it. And you did what you can. So how do you? I have a very hard time. Again, it's very right? against everything because it's it's in a way it's a very slippery slope because then just want. No, because that's because they're faking. You don't have to. Because you're not, not even talking about people that are fake wanting. Not, not you're right. It's fake wanting. I don't know me. I really want to so, be home. So then it's home. a gimmick. That, so that, that so want then, is a gimmick. No, but then this is too retarded. Part's a gimmick. There's the if, if there's a, Hashem, I really want. Ari, Ari, if you're if you're acknowledging that there's a fake want and a real want, yeah, and and we're talking about the real want. That doesn't mean the reaction. Then, then the either. real want is inevitably going to lead to something. No, no. Yeah, of course it is. There's, there's two guys. Of course it is. So, so that avoid the So then, this whole thing's a gimmick. No, it's not. No. Why is it a gimmick? There's two types of wants. Is the the want? The real the... want gets things done. It's end of story. Not always. Always. Not always. Not or at least tries to get things done. It's not true. I don't it, think so. that's, you, that's, you, that's so. Hello, you've you've been you've been a counselor for long enough. You don't see that there's a difference. You could see two kids and both really one kid really wants to do the right thing and the other kid says he wants to do the right thing and they're both doing the same thing. And one kid you could see intrinsically they're doing the same exact thing. One kid like he really wants to do it. And the other kid said, like, eh, he's what a, what a faker. He doesn't really want to do it. He's playing the game. There's a and they're not doing anything different. The action's yeah. the same. There is no action. They both want to be a chakras. And you see one kid really want to, and one yes. kid says he yeah, also that's wants not, to. That's not the example. The Why example not? Is the, they're the both two, not making the, it. The two kids not going to Shachris. I just said they're both not going. And I don't believe that the kid who really wants to go to Shachris is not a Shachris. You don't believe that one of the kids No, said that, because if you, you really want, you would be a Shachris. No, I don't believe that. I think this, no. the, the main thing, the lesson that Rabbi Nachman's teaching is if we know we should be doing something in the service of Hashem and we don't want to do it, we can pray for to the want. desire to want to do it. And, he, and Hashem will give that to you. I mean, that's the previous Nachman teachings I read. Right. I think that's what he was yeah. trying to point to here. Yeah, part of it is that. Part of it is that, is that empowering you to, empowering you to, to pray for the, for the desire to do that thing, right? right? When you say, like, I really don't feel it, right? right. You say, like, I really don't feel like it. 
So part of it is praying for it, but th- then that's part of the avoda of Isn't developing. That I would only pray for it if I want it. No, I, no, because right now I don't want it, but I want so to. I for it? You say I want like this. I'm coming into. You say like this. I'm coming into Yom Kippur. It's Erev Yom Kippur. And Hashem, I feel so flipping far away from you. I'm not inspired. I'm not alive. I almost feel dead dead inside. And you say to Hashem, right now, I do not want Yom Kippur. But I I desire to desire Yom Kippur. That's where I want to want. I want to want. And I know it sounds, we were trained so much that saying to Hashem, I want to want is what you say when you're drunk on Purim. Because it's stupid. And what Rabbi Nachman's empowering us is that to turn, like you're saying, to, to make an avoda out of turning to Hashem and saying, I want to want to have kavana. Right now, I'm perfectly fine without kavana in my davening. But I want to be a person that desires to have focus in their davening. Or anything. Right or anything that you want to want, and like he says in the book, you can you can go, at, uh, you know, it's, a, an infinite. A, it's ad infin- infinitum, right? It can be an infinite amount of I want to want to want to want to want to desire to want to come close to you, right? Or I want to get my life back on track, a one stepper or a ten stepper or a twenty stepper, but you could have there, and there's a and there's a point and a focus in the world of Avodah of Rabbi Nachman, there's a point and a focus of taking time to think about that. What it is that you desire and what it is that you desire to desire. Right? Maybe, maybe yeah. if, if, if I can, I have something I want to... Yeah? The whole thing is... I would like to clarify a little The whole bit thing is, is to desire the right thing. Oh, yearning and will. Yes. Yeah. And that, and that in the, he says, or they say Rabbi Nachman saying, in this world... It's not even the mitzvahs you do that you have. You have your desire to do, and that when you leave is what you have. Right. It is your will, and that you have to be working on your will, and that they say you should be working hours a day. He, in the book, he says you can do half hour. That's oh, okay. right. <laughs> but that, but, and that when you, you see, but I'm only working on this one thing to even desire that one thing. It says that's okay, because even by virtue of correcting that, all these other things start to correct themselves. I mean, that's... Very good, very good. That's what very good, so we have the uh, answer I'm going to give right a, little, here, yeah. a little bit of, like, a, just a background here, because I think, I think it, there's clarity that, that could help. So, the, what it really goes back to is that, as we know, we're talking to this very particular part, the, this viceroy, who's inside of all of us, who's always... He's the world, he's the part of us, the, what we call the Pinta Leyid, that's always on um, a line, always connected. The, the problem is, is that he really, in our, in our definition of who I am, he's a, he's a very small voice and I almost can't hear him. I almost can't find him. I almost can't see where is this part that's inside of me. Like, there's a friend of mine who's, uh, who went to... Nevei Sion, back in the day. That was like the troublemaker yeshiva. And there was somebody there, this legendary guy, is called the Mash, the Mashkiach, who, uh, you know, tries to encourage the guys to, like, you know, to get alive a little bit. And um, so he, and this guy was a very talented, like, artist. He used to do, like, these cartoon, like, comic strip clips. 
and you see a picture of this rabbi in one of the clips, and he's looking at, talking to like one of the guys who's like, you know, the classic bum, you know, with the, you know, whatever, like everything about him, whatever, and that was the clip. And all he does is point, like he says, he's looking at him, he's like, where's your neshama? And that's what the, that was the caption. <laughs> where's your neshama? So the bottom line is, is that we have some, somewhere inside of us is this thing that's there, it's a voice, it's somewhere part of us, but it's so buried, and we can't even find it. And we can't even access that inner desire of always wanting to do the right thing, which is inside of us. So, what is it? It's there though, always. The point being is, is that there is an, this is to me the Chiddush here, is that there is an avoda that you could do to help get to it. Because we're like this huge layer upon layer of layers that makes up who I am. So many layers of, till I get to that, to that pintalayir, that, that spark that's inside of me, there's so many layers that I define myself by. How I dress, who my friends are, what I like to do, all the different things that I define myself, that I make myself as far as I, de- as I look at and say, who am the, uh, who's the I, who's the me, who am I, right? So the point being is, is that I, right now I'm defining myself as all that, and it's like, do I want to pray all day on Yom Kippur? It's like, do I want to pray all day on Yom Kippur? Well, the I that I'm, I'm, I'm identifying with, no, okay? <laughs> Is there inside of that I, a small lowercase I, or is there a dot on top of that lowercase I that's somewhere that wants? Yeah, but I can't access it because I don't, I, I'm just, it's so small and so small in my definition of myself. The point being is that by wanting to want or wanting to want to want or that infinite cycle somewhere that peels away the layers to get and access that true yearning. And once it's, once it's revealed... So then guess what? Then you're going to be wanting it. And when you want, that's the kasha. So the point is to, re- to peel the layers. That's the process of yearning, which is, this is a specific and, and avoda. The, the specific avoda is very distant, and it's not even wanting, because if you really want it, then your life would be very different if that's what you really want. You can see that, okay? But at least as something about my environment that I'm unhappy there's somewhere I'm admitting that, I'm, that, 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 that that's not sitting well with me, that there's something that I don't want with what I have, which means that there's something I want that's more. And that's what the wanting to want or the yearning to have that passion, which I'm missing, is crucial in the avoda. And that's, the, that's what I think is... I hope that clarifies what's going yeah. on. I think that's really <clears throat> what the issue is. Yeah. I want to want to come to me, so stop bothering me. We know that. <laughs> that was last. <laughs> that's why I asked. No, that's why I asked you when. No, you since you so it. badly want to want it, we're going to bring them in into your house. <laughs> okay, if you do that, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If you really want to want, it Uh-oh. will be there. That's the problem. That's what yeah. you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's Manish. Yeah, yeah. Is that. Yeah, uh, yeah okay. that's okay. He says, I mean, uh, for sure, for sure. Deep within our hearts, there's an inner voice, right? But deep within our hearts, but there's a challenge here, right? Is that deep within our hearts, an inner voice mocks the, this avodah as a waste of time and energy. Yearning for holiness is worthless, it says. Something as simple as merely expressing desire is far too easy to have a true effect on your spiritual position. 
right? Friends, let us make no mistake about it. This is the voice of the Yitzhahara. His great awareness of just how precious a Jew's holy desire is to the master of the world compels him to do everything in his power to ensure it is never expressed, so much so that he implants into everyone's head that how could you tell me that there's a value in, in working on your desire if it doesn't lead you to action? Because he knows if you will unlock the secret that we're being given, if you will work on your desire... Then now your neshama just starts shining. And now it shines onto all parts of your life. That inner voice, right? You're saying it unlocks everything else. <laughs> There's a difference. And here too it says to beware when you, do, you pick one thing to work on. And he says the person who comes to you says, no, but you, you should be working on that. Or the, you have ten things <laughs> you should be working on. He says, don't, fear not, that's just the etzer coming to get you to stop working uh, on it all. Because, right. And he cites some where it says don't. Like don't don't juggle too many things because then you'll get nothing done, right? So that, and that's just disguise, but disguise is just the answer. And disguise is your religious voice inside of you. Exactly. But the, my voice of reason tells me that this is something inside of me, deep inside of me, is telling me, come on, get off your tuchas. It's not your right? <laughs> no-life friend who's, who you know it's coming from. Right. It's, that's what he says. Right, 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 right. So this is what she tells him to do, is to work on your desire, because it unlocks everything else, right? To work on your desire for a whole year, right? She says, just work on your desire. Like, just work on this havoda. And we say, we read it, and we, Mamsh, it's such an easy trap to fall in. We're like, okay, but work on your avoda so that you can do something, right? Work on wanting to free the princess so that you can free her. No, the point is that through, and this is what he talks about in emulative extraction, which is really the model of the rest of the story, or a lot of the rest of the story, is that what the, what the way to free the princess, the way to get that back into your life, excitement, vibrancy, passion, being connected to Hashem. The way to get that back into your life is to emulate those qualities, right? And that will, so to speak, extract the princess from whatever else, whatever other kingdom she is busy animating, right? So you, we said already that she was the, the life force of all evil also. Once she's lost from your life of Yiddishkeit of Judaism so now all of a sudden you're like I, I don't know I stopped I stopped being religious and I all of a sudden got like really passionate about collecting old I'm records foodie. foodie a foodie right a foodie a foodie right exactly exactly a foodie very good very good or I became like really passionate about Bitcoin and I just immersed myself in the world of there's something animating that and giving you the passion. What is it? It's, it's the, in the story, it's the princess, right? That's why she's the main character in the Palace of Evil. And what her instructions are to, you know how to get me back? Is start doing the things that make me who I am. Because through doing them for the positive, for the good, through doing those things, then you're, you're extracting me from being the animating life force of the other side, and you're now using me for good. So essentially, instead of putting the desire before the action, put the action in order to get the desire. So whenever you do something, now you're only doing it to get your desire back. Does that make sense? That is the sole focus of why you do Avodah now. She doesn't say to do anything, though. <laughs> well, what does it mean no. to find the place? To find the place means, we said it means to it? believe that you have the ability to choose. 
It's probably the first step of so tshuva. Where, where's the action? There's no action. No action. That's, I think it's Yeah. Oh, that's abstaining from something, right? Right, you're right, you're right. That's abstaining from something. But she's, she's setting the parameters for uh, an environment that will be conducive to working on your desire. Can we talk about this abstinence? We'll, we'll, we'll get, yeah, yeah, no, no, 100%. 100%, but it's, but it's more of abstaining, right? There's no, like, positive action, right? There's no kumba, there's no kumba saying. There's just choose for yourself a place. Believe that you have the power to choose. That's a very, that's a very uh, big, um, big step. A big step for people to make. It's a major step in tshuva to take responsibility over everything that happened to so me. the first step is purely mental. Yeah, it's I think all it, it has to be because the, the the problem the problem is that the action was was is missing the boat when we jump to action and we're just doing more things and, oh. and running to that then you're in the world of the six brothers that's you're just I'm not you're, you're not here action for a different reasons instead of doing the action no that's true but you're where's your avoda your avoda is in here right no, no, no I'm saying I'm, I was suggesting something else I'm not, it's probably not it yeah but instead of doing the action because everybody else is doing it because I've always done it. Instead, only do it in order to get the desire back. Meaning, I'm only going to that means so that I will learn that I can desire. Okay. But make that the goal. Of going. I'm I'm else. okay with saying it that way. I don't <laughs> think there's any focus here on on the, on the doing on special, the, on the doing right. No, I'm not saying you're doing but but I hear what you're saying. Point. Meaning, I'm change something, change something it's inside of your. I'm not saying you're doing anything different. I'm just saying instead of doing it for no reason before, do it only so you can get a desire in it. No, but no. I think it's, there's a step before the finding a place is okay, saying. That's what I was asking. The step before is finding is is is. Let's say I let's say my life is is that I get up for chakras, I wrap my tefillin, and I mumble my way through tefillin. I'm uh, through davening, and that's what I do, and that is my system. That's just what I'm used to. I'm not. I don't even put two cent, two minutes of thought at all in what I do. Okay. Now, the first step is is that. I'm going to choose for me a place. Meaning, whatever it is I'm anyway doing, I'm not doing it because just that's what I do, because that's my system. I'm doing it because I'm choosing to do that. That's number one. And I think that's crucial because you're opening up the world of choices and recognizing that even the things that I do because I do them, I want to, I want to make that into a choice to do them. It's automatically elevating it to the power of your will. So you're you're right away, but almost. you're creating, that's the sort of the first step. Between making a choice and why you're making that choice. Now you have to solve why you're making that choice. Okay, we'll get to that. But right. Just, right. the point is, the first step is that even, the, don't think about the things that I do as just things that I do. Um, the things that I do, it's a choice to do them. I could, be, I could be sleeping in my bed right now. I could be not here right now. I could be watching a, a Netflix or something. I do a lot of things right now. I choose to do this now. So the word desire doesn't appear in that. In that, in that. It's before, right. The first step well, before the first desire. first step was please. That's right. the first step, and it's very important. Now she tells him, and once you choose for yourself a place, you do what Ryan Nagel is describing, now work on desire. So, kind of just, yeah. I feel like, like, kind of understanding a little bit the way, the way Ryan Nagel is saying it. On Shabbos, right? When, you, when you're sitting at a table, you have like, you have like, it's a completely different feeling. You set the, the atmosphere completely different from the regular week. You start singing Zemiro, you start doing different things. Um, is the point of this to try to get 
an atmosphere of, of let's just show you an atmosphere like like on Shabbos where where you're, where you're kind of like in a different world and there are things that like there's things that you do on Shabbos that you just don't do and there's things you don't do on Shabbos but more there, there there's a way you feel on Shabbos that's completely different than the rest of you. So I guess the way I'm, I'm picturing it is to find yourself a place and work on that is this kind of like create that atmosphere of that type of. Uh, I think there's a mirror to what you're to exactly what you're saying in Shabbos itself is that Shabbos takes preparation, it takes a mindset, and you do things specifically to set that atmosphere. Right. Right. Now, if you take that and you apply that to the rest of the week. Right? So to speak, bringing Shabbos into the week. All of life is that I have to set the right environment for my success. If I want Kavana during davening, then I have to do my davening in a certain way. Right? Meaning, if that's what I desire, then I have to, I have to do it. I have to do it with intention. With intention. That's right? The of that's the intention. It creates, intention. creates an intention, is what Ryan Nagel says. So that's, that's awesome. Right. Create an intention. Because it changes the way you do things the same way that the intention of creating that atmosphere on Shabbos causes you to prepare for Shabbos. And then the results are the atmosphere is there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, this is, I think there is a big, uh, there, there's a big overlap on that. I like so that. I may be oversimplifying, but the order is be deliberate or impactful and then desire one-to-one. Or want, right? Yes, okay, yes. Fine. Allow that voice inside of you to, to express itself. Even if it doesn't feel the emotions yet, but just the want. Like you're describing two stages. It like yeah, work on that. Work on work on what you stage want. Before that, it's like either mindset or logic. But the second stage is emotion. Desire can be explained in both levels. Okay. So it sounds like want to want is to have a logical want to feel the emotions. You could also feel like you want, meaning it doesn't all have to happen up here. That was just our conversation. The, the princess is saying in order... You want to get me out of here? You actually really want me. You need to want me. So what, how, how do you, you start that? Me? And how do you start that? How does it, How do you get that ball rolling? I, he's already gotten the ball rolling by going on the journey. So now you're, he, saying, you're saying from stage one before we even like he, started talking about self help. We didn't. We started off already in that place. You wanna you wanna live Yiddish kind with passion? Yeah. You have to really want it. So are you saying that the initial desire was opening the book? What are you saying exactly? Or going on the journey? Yeah. So you already have that initial desire when we get to this chapter? No, uh, you, you have a very I, small... I misunderstood it differently. I understood... I'd be answering the wrong question because I didn't make a whole conversation. But the way I understood it is he wanted to find a princess not for himself. He wanted to find a princess for, for the king. Oh, you made that point last week. It's such yeah. a good point. Yeah. And now? But now he has to want it for himself. It's like he has to want that. some internal thing changing in the viceroy right here, yeah. <laughs> right? She's saying change something about yourself, right? You came on a mission for the king. That was such a good point. There's like a there's like a moment here where like now it's like your avoda, it's your avoda, which means yeah, inside of us want it's. You change yourself at first, but now you do. Well, you didn't even you weren't even focused on it. It starts like this. It starts like this. What are, think about a person who just wakes up? It's like a midlife crisis. <laughs> I'll introduce you. It exists. It's just <laughs> it's just down the road. That's what you have to look it's forward to. It's what you have to look forward to. Okay, You're a Mustang, right? Okay, it was about, <laughs> it's whatever. There's a Mustang already in town. Whatever. <laughs> up the game. One, whatever it is. The point being, the point being is, you wake up and you say, "There's so much emptiness here," and it is like emptiness in what I'm doing, or emptiness in what 
What's my life all about? What's the whole point of everything? It's a very hard, hard thing to grapple with. And the initial is, is that you don't really feel bad, but you feel bad that you don't feel bad for yourself because you know, like your life is full of a lot of great distractions that you're fully distracted with. But you feel that there's something, and it's not even, it's a distance. It's like, it's like you almost feel bad for God. It's like, it's like what does he have for me, really? Like, basically, like, I'm, I'm like, a, my, contribute, my contribution to this world is so minuscule that I feel like I'm not doing anything for him. So it's not depression. It's, like, it's not depression, but it's like, what's the purpose of life? Right. After all, God put me in this world, and what does he have out of me? Besides, I mean, I'm having a great life. I'm rich, <laughs> and I'm famous, and I have everything. I, I have all kinds of things. And there are great distractions, and there's like, you know, 200 channels. Two hundred. Can you imagine? <laughs> I can watch sports on you know twenty four seven. I can do so many things that I'm that I'm fully into the distraction. But the I init, the initial thing is I feel bad for God. That's what starts the journey. You're you're missing something. I'm I'm not missing something. <laughs> you're missing something. Eventually, as he gets farther in the journey, he realizes is that actually I'm the one who's missing something. Right. And that's the change. That's the that's the paradigm shift that starts it on another level. And he realizes that because desire, and youthful passion, doesn't want he doesn't he doesn't want to reapply it. Right now, he doesn't want he wants it to stay where it is in a distracted state, like unfo- like. Uh, off the- or that's where it is, right? Right. And he but realizes yeah. that. But yeah, he realizes it's it's there. It's there in the. It's animating animating another part of the world. It's animating my coffee roasting that I'm perfecting. (laughs) Do you understand what (laughs) It's only just an extension of what you were saying that there's a change going on here where he's. There's an internal process going on in the Viceroy character, which is inside of us. I mean, for, sim- for, sim- for simplicity... No, I think you said I it right. I'm going to Dominion not because I want to, because people are going to talk about me uh-huh. if I don't show up. Or that society, whatever. That, yeah, that society I that I live in. And then, like, you realize, that's not why... Uh, I need to go for myself, right. not because Something, that's the shift. other reason. That's the shift. Right. That's the shift. And now he's engaging in searching for whether or not there's a part of him that actually... Would, would move mountains and change things around of his life in order to make to really want it. Right, exactly. Me. No, he's asking himself a question about desire. Do I really want it? And if I don't, but I know that I should, then I want to want it, it and I can like, work on like that. It sounds like by abstaining from everything else, it's proving that he wants to defocus it. That's how you read it? Am I wrong? No, I mean, that's interesting. Um, I, I, so what, what does it mean? So she tells him don't eat or she you should fast. She doesn't say to right. abstain from everything else. Right. Randomly fast. She says you should fast from well, like from time. Well, it is emotional, so it could be reapplied. Like we're not saying go out and fast. No, for sure. What's the idea? Because normally we say that fasting is not good for your service of Hashem. We have very limited, nowadays, very limited amount of fasts. We don't just like, you know, pull out a fast. Uh, oh, I mean, it seems like we do, right? They're like, no, what? The, this what Tuesday's a fast day? Right? What do we use it for? We use it to focus on something else. Ah, 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 ah. So, so what she's telling him is that you have to be able to, in order to really focus on your desire, you have to be able to cut out. If you want the voice inside of you to be able to be heard, right? Then sometimes you have to turn off the Turn the off the TV. The turn off the noise. <laughs> right. You have to turn the volume down on the, on the distraction. Stop roasting the beans. 
Stop roasting the beans or collecting the, the no, antique your, records, <laughs> antique record collection. As a guy has it in his, on his, you know, uh, by his Shabbos table, he has a wall full of his antique records. He never played them, but they look very cool. Um, you know, you know, you have a lot, there's a lot of really good distractions in the world. Um, but yeah, 200 I channels. I don't know, I'm, I'm disappointed you only have 200 channels, so um, <laughs> you didn't get the, the expensive package. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's, that's the idea of the idea of abstaining is this idea of exercising your control over also over um, the distractions of the world. Mm-hmm. So the main one that she is used in the mushal in the story is food, but it's there just as a representation of the distractions of the world. We know we have this food cut out of a day. We know this, this model from fast days, from think about Yom Kippur. The idea on Yom Kippur, when you cut out the food, even though for me many times or much of the day uh, is spent uh, focused on that you're really hungry, which is why it's hard, right? That you're actually hungry and weak and out of it and just like in a, in a daze, right? But the point, the reason why it's like that is that you, so you don't have to break for anything. The whole point is that you don't have to break for anything and you could just focus on what you need to focus on. Have one like day that. a year where you let that voice on Yom Kippur, have one day a year where you let that inner voice express itself without... The distractions, right? It sounds like it's a whole year for a reason because eventually you're going to stop thinking about, oh, I don't have that. Ah, gonna, so you missed chapter gonna, eight. You're going to get past withdrawal. Uh, what? You're gonna get, I did miss chapter yeah, eight. Yeah. That's why I was confused. We talked so about that. the year. Maybe it's like a whole year cycle. Remember my mother sent that? She said like you have to go through all the Yomim Tovim and the whole cycle of it. Yeah, but here's... What? But not necessarily a year. No, 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 I'm bringing out a different point. Yeah. Maybe that's how you get over the withdrawal. Like you said, we our fast days are mostly preoccupied with... I'm so hungry. Right? Uh-huh. You're missing what you don't have. But if you do it for a whole year, then you'll get over your withdrawal at some point, like any addiction. Okay. And okay. Then, and then you focus on she the doesn't day. say to fast for a year, so it's not. I, he I think does, he doesn't be reading it that way. Though. No, no. He yeah, says fast, fast, fast throughout the throughout the yeah. time, throughout, time, meaning throughout. At, from time to time. Yeah. Then she says from time That's to time, consistent, right? Consistent at least. That means that the fourth or fifth time you're going to stop thinking about the food. Could be focused. Could be. But the important thing is on, about the fasting is that on the last day she says. There's two requirements. You have to fast on the last day. So it's Mamasha Yom Kippur, the last day before you're going to get me and fully actualize your desire, before you're going to find that animating force in your life where you're passionate about Judaism. She says to you, before you find it, the day before you find it, you're going to have to fast the whole day and you have to stay up the whole day. Right? You can't sleep. Right? Shavuos, Shavuos and Yom Kippur yeah, mixed together. One day. No before cheesecake. Get to the final day. Get, some people do stay up all night. But what? Before, on Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur? Before you get to on Rashan also there's an Indian not to tell sleep. Me but okay, not, yeah. Tell me if you're masking this mushroom, but do we crave our phones on Shabbos? The whole week we're what? craving it. If we put our phones down for an hour on Shabbos, we'd be... I mean, some people always look about Oh, yeah? Phones on? I squashed that, yeah. Okay, maybe it's on phones, yeah. whatever it is. Oh, he said he are does? Are we craving, are no. we? <laughs> Classic he, Ari. He wants, he wants it, but now he squashed. He squashed. Yeah, are you tired you squash? Yeah. Do you want that cheeseburger when you pass Burger King? No. Yeah, so why not? 
Because I'm, I, I've never, I never. I mean, yeah, I'm saying it's not because it was whatever. I didn't, I didn't win. I didn't win that battle. It's not like I can't notch that as a win. It's born on the mountain. Very good. What I mean to say is more subtle. Do you even think about your phone on Shabbos? Do you think about all the technology you're missing out on on Shabbos? Oh, I I would say no, personally. Right, that's what I'm saying, because playoffs. you're straight. Oh, playoffs, right, missing that, the score. That happens very infrequently, and when it does happen, it's exciting. But everything else, even the, the things that you're normally used to throughout the year, when you turn off your phone every Shabbos, you lose, at some point, the point you is what? stop caring anymore. So that's what she's saying. When you're consistently fast, even if it's not every day, you're very busy with this phone thing, bro. I, I don't know. No, it's a so good... That's, that's actually... The story. That's an interesting point. She's saying get accustomed to it, because then you... Like you, you're able to pull away from it. Yeah, you, for that one it's thing, abstaining. It's no, abstaining. It's an abode of abstaining. But it's not true because people that do intermittent fasting still have a hard time in Yom Kippur. So this proves they do. Only after their normal no, twelve hours of because it's intermittent fasting, meaning fast time to time, and you, you have, have to. You have water. It's the you have to that makes you want to eat. It that. has nothing to do with the fast. Yeah, okay. I go days without eating. Maybe a big guy I can go days without eating. Or maybe a chunky guy. I really do. No, I got <laughs> the day that you much. have to, that you body. can't eat. It's much it's like easier to not, not eat when you could eat than to not eat when you can't eat. No, he's right. I hear. Some advice, right? I hear. Some advice. Okay, so you have to give Must eat. You must. So what's the last day? So the last day, the last day is she saying that that that. So now you spent the year of wanting me. So I think you just have to you have to say it how he says it, right? That the Itahar is going to rear his ugly head when you're just about to finish something. And you had a goal in mind, and you got there, and you climbed all the way, and you struggled through it, and you got the, through the whole year. You were on point working on your desire and fasting from time to time and breaking your turning the volume down on the distractions and letting your inner voice come out. But when you get to the end, she tells him, it's going to take super intensity from you. Yeah. Yeah. Because she tells him, and on the last day, you can't eat. You have to fast and you have to stay up. You can't sleep. You can't sleep. And the way he's reading it is what she's telling him and preparing him for. Is that there's going to be trouble. Is that when you finally uncover your real desire, that's when the Yitzhara knows that you're activated. And you're fully activated. He pulls out his big gun. And he then he the has Omicron. to pull out the big guns. The Omicron. The Omicron. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. That's like a... He's like, oh, let's try this. <laughs> oh, it worked! <laughs> it's like a mix! That is the Right. What do you mean the Yitzhara pulls out a little river like, like right. dude, what are, you, what are you retarded? It doesn't really exist. Right. Right. And you get stuck on the the fake. walls, the walls, the barriers that he sets real, up. Right, that right. Is, they're all fake. You could all you could break through. Correct, correct. The real stuff he never pulls out because he knows that stuff won't work. <laughs> but that's what she's telling him is that at the end, at the end, that's when the that's when this major major force comes out. So we already spoke about how when you make a decision, I think it's hinged on the same thing. We all know this to be true. What? We all know this to be we true. All we all have experience true. with this. Right? We all know this to be true. I mean, it's, there's, like, there's no question about it. There's no question about it. And the only power we have, the Yitzhahar is always there. The I only that last Bowser level 8. <laughs> the the, o- the only be, power we have... Well, that makes a lot of sense. It's only worthwhile to build up the resistance 
you know, to work towards the greatest resistance at the end. Because you're so prepared for after spending an, almost an entire year working on it. Right. That the most resistance you should meet should be at the end. No, that's, but that's not what. I know that's not what he's saying, but it sounds right. like that also. But like in your video game, game problem. Um, but that's, that's the idea is the only power we have against the Itzahara is the power of preparation and knowing that it's coming. Right? You have to, you, she, she tells him, you have to know that this is coming because you're prepared. And when you're prepared, then you're like, oh, obviously. I remember what Milech said in, on, in, I think he said it by Erev Rosh Hashanah. I think it was in a Rosh Hashanah one. But he said, you have to, you have to recognize that the, you're supposed to go into Rosh Hashanah and into the new year in a certain positive zone. And he said, the Yitzhahara knows that. <laughs> and he's going to do whatever he can. On Erev Rosh Hashanah to mess it up. It's the same with an Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos. Erev Pesach. Erev Pesach with the ovens, no? There's like a kill switch on the ovens that the Yitzhara owns this kill switch. Erev Pesach. That's what it brings. <laughs> 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 look up, look up this. Yeah, right. But once you know it's coming, then you just... You're you're just you're just the you're the you're the Jedi, you right? You just you just knock it out. Yeah, the matrix. You just knock it out, right? You just do. I do that with my kids. Whenever something like this happens, like it happens to be on Hanukkah, like one night, wow. you just couldn't. The candles just weren't lighting. They're not like they're just it, the, the AC somehow light. got then got moved and it it was crazy. <laughs> and like I was telling light. my kids, like, do you see like the power of your mitzvah of Hanukkah? The heater doesn't want you. And we all like 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 spend a minute and just laughed and like, uh, you think you're gonna get us to not do this? You might as well quit. And like. That was it. Right. But like, it's this bar of like, as soon as like you're committed to it and you're there, it's the final stand. And he knows. And he knows. Right. And like, this is, this is the hill he needs to die on. Right. And right. Like, and it's going to be crazy. Yeah. But when you're prepared for it. And so he has to stay really super focused on that last day, which is why she tells him, don't eat, meaning don't, no distractions. You're not just going to get through it by just saying distractions and no sleeping, meaning be awake, be aware, be aware the entire 24-hour period, be aware of what's going on. So in itself, it became a distraction. What? It's like, in a way, if, if, if you would have eaten, yeah. then you're saying there would be another, something else that would have happened instead? I'm not saying that eating means anything in this story. No, I know. Be focused. Be, all be, be all it means is, all it means is, but I'm not telling anyone to fast, meaning the book, even the story is not telling you that in order to win, you have to, you have to fast. The way he's reading it is, don't be distracted. Don't be distracted. Is stay eye on the prize. Eye on the prize, right? You come home from shul and you're ready for the Seder and you put in time before preparing and you get to the table and all of a sudden, and the grape juice goes whoosh, and it's all over the Seder table. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. The Yitzharan knows you're at the finish line, right? He's that lady who put her hand out at the, what was that, in the, in the, in, in the bike race? She put her hand out and caused like the massive crash, or it was a marathon. What was it? You don't remember? It was, like, it was just recently, Tour de France. At the end, right? At the end, this massive pileup. Like 100 people. 100 people, Not just right. one on top of the other. On these people on bikes. Why? Because she stuck her hand out, like her elbow out or something like water. that, right? She was getting water or something. She was, getting, she was giving she a water, water giving a water, and she held onto it for too long. Something crazy. Like the video's not normal. But there's just this massive pileup. But the Yates knows. He sees the finish line. You yourself see the finish line. You've so worked on 
your desire, the princess is alive in your life, right? He knows that. He knows the princess is about to be rescued, extricated. She's about, you've emulated the qualities of the princess for an entire year. You're doing things with passion, with desire, with excitement, right? And he knows that. And so, he, so she tells him that last day, that's, that's going to be the major challenge. And we're going to see, I think, a couple times more in the story, right? That she warns him about the last day. Um, anyways, this is the first level, okay? So this is, the, this is the baseline extraction of the princess. Meaning, how to get the princess back into my life, she tells him, work on desire. The avoda is work on your yearning. Work on what you yearn for. Work on that. Don't let the Yitzhahara tell you, yeah, but what does it lead to? Does it lead to anything? How could you just... No. No. Get off your toches. You want, so then why aren't you doing? Don't let the Yitzhahara say that. Full baloney. Full baloney. What do you really want? Meaning, I think... You see what I'm I'm saying? Don't... that, And this is for sure straight out. That's for sure true. Right. 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 It's not enough, right? That voice inside you that says, that's not enough. You're, You're not doing enough. Or you're not, you don't really want? Okay, so I want to want and I'm working on that. Um, I'm working on the things that I want. On what it is that I want. And that is an avoda. It's a, a service of Hashem. And it's definitely part of the path. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's This is it's to me, element. and I mentioned this in Nakdama. This is to me just this, this idea. It, just reading about it turns something inside of you. You're reading these words. It has an effect on you. That's the... That's the Pella of the thing. Anybody who heard the story had a thought of Chuba. It stirs something inside of you. It stirs something. It wakes you up somehow, somehow. This is it. This is what it's just talking about that. Just hearing about it is already something. That's the... Yes. Yes. 100%. 100%. Gishmak. Isaac, Monday, you can want to come okay. to Shul. You can want to come what? to Shul because yeah, there's no work. school. That's enough. Work I'm not going to be here. <laughs> Where are you going right. to be? Uh, right. Yeah, your, that was your, first, good. your first step was. Uh, maybe the there's something there. Maybe there's something here. I told you there's a loophole. That I'm missing. There's always right? a loophole. With everything right. that I know and everything that I do, maybe there's Mordecai, something here that I'm missing. Right? There's always a loophole.